Episode 1, Season 2 of The Dave Witty Show with your host, Dave Witty. Brought to you in part by Lamb's Rum. Lamb's Rum, one of the top choices for Newfoundlanders who love the authentic smooth taste. Enjoy Palm Breeze today with a splash of Coke and Lime Wedge. Or for something different, try Lamb's on its own over a few cubes of ice. Lamb's the best choice for hard-working Newfoundlanders and at a great price, find Lamb's Rum at all of your local NLCs. From February 27th to April 2nd, save $4 on Lamb's Spiced 1140 milliliters or 26ers in Newfoundland, and also save $1.50 on Lamb's Pineapple Sociable Six Packs. Well, folks, welcome back. It's great to be back. Um, nice to take a little break over the last couple months. Um, first off, I want to say a huge thanks to you know everybody who took part in Season 1. Uh, I didn't really know how it was going to work out. I really wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to have different people on and, and just chat about all sorts of different things. I mean, that was the whole goal of this this podcast from the get-go and I think I achieved that with with lots of different variations and and, and different people and different fields and all that different stuff so you know I want to say a big thanks to you know all my previous guests and really really happy to be back and and uh, um, doing another season of the podcast and and look forward to chatting with all kinds of interesting creative people Um, like I mentioned I do want to say a big shout out to Lambs for jumping on board and and sponsoring the podcast Uh, you know, really, really helps out and, and, uh, and, and, you know, gives me the opportunity to, um, not stress so much about, about this little project that I, that I do really love. I mean, I really, really enjoy doing the podcast and I love chatting with, with the different people and, and all kinds of, uh, all kinds of different cool folks. Right. But yeah, I mean, so much going on the last little while, so much has happened since, you know, uh, since we last chatted here on the podcast, I mean, with COVID and, and, and Christmas and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, uh, it's just been absolutely crazy. I finished off just before, uh, just before the holiday season. And just as that kind of happened, boom, we got struck with uh, another wave of COVID and lockdowns and stuff. And I had a huge Tibbs Eve show that I had always, uh, I always do a big Tibbs Eve show at the rock house, um, you know, every year. And for those folks listening outside of Newfoundland, maybe not familiar with, with Tibbs Eve, Tibbs Eve is December 23rd. And, you know, it's generally they use, they, they kind of say about the, it's the day in Newfoundland um, before the Christmas holidays where you get out and, and get to spend it with your, with your family or with your friends, sorry, before you, you know, spend a few days with your family. So, you know, Tibbs Eve is huge in Newfoundland. I mean, everybody gets out. The bars are packed. It's a real, really busy night for the, for the pubs and the bars. And I, like I say, I've been doing a show on, on Tibbs Eve for years. It's a real tradition now. And um, the day before, it was, we were supposed to put it off. So December 22nd, they closed all the bars because of uh, the, the, the wave of COVID and the Omicron. Um, but we pivoted pretty fast. And, and I just want to say a big shout out to... Uh, my friend Tino Borges, who owns the Bull and Barrel, and he uh, he offered up his space, and I mean it, it worked out really really great afterwards. I got to say, you know, it wasn't the same thing without a live audience, but I mean we had a ton of people tune into our live show, so thanks everybody who who tuned into the live show, and you know thanks to the band. I had Peter Green and and um, Nick Earl and and Dan George help me out on that one, and you know just it, it worked out as best as it possibly could. Um, you know I had a lot of fun, and it, you know I think everybody at home kind of enjoyed it because everybody was was definitely forced to be kind of probably stuck inside when they didn't want to be for for Tibbs Eve um you know it was a lot of fun and, and I was a little stressed there's no doubt about that because 
I mean, I had this Tibbs Eve show booked. I had a ton of merch that I had ordered that arrived on the 22nd. Um, I was really, really stressed about that. But, I mean, I got to say, everybody really pulled through, and I ended up selling all of the merch um, pretty much that night. I mean, I was just, myself and Peter, we sat down, and we packaged up all the uh, all the shirts and all the hats and sweaters and all that stuff, and, and we sipped a couple of pops and, and packed it all up and, and got rid of most of it that, that night. I mean, it was... Uh, I, it, it was overwhelming the uh, amount of support I had from that, you know, that cancellation of that show. So, you know, thanks to everybody. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, it really, really was special um, to be able to pull that off. So, you know, thanks again. Also, we had Andrew Rogers open up that show. He did a great job. And um, Andrew's actually my very first guest of this season. So um, we had a great chat all, all about his band Fair Gale and a new solo project and, and all kinds of different things. And so, you know, um, you stick around on the back end of the, of the pod for, um, for the chat with Andrew. Got a ton to get into, obviously, before uh, before we have a little chat with Andrew. Um, so much stuff going on, guys. I mean, uh, if you're living in Newfoundland, what a winter this has been. I mean, I don't know what the hell is happening, but I've never seen a winter like this. For the most part, I'm generally gone in the winters for at least a couple months anyways. But, um, I mean, up until this week we have had really no snow uh it's been crazy i mean i was out last week for a walk and it felt like it was spring out and it was middle of february which is very very bizarre for for newfoundland i mean especially this time of year january and february generally pretty tough i mean you know weather wise and that kind of stuff but it was uh you know it was really really nice to to be out and, and to get outside and and i mean just no shoveling has been absolutely absolutely incredible but we did get hit uh the last couple of days and there was a lot of snow fell in the last couple of days so uh, we got, we got a lot of it down on the ground there now, but it looks like it's supposed to warm up again towards the end of the week and who knows, maybe it'll all be gone again. Um, tons of stuff going on in the sporting world, guys. You guys know me. I'm huge into sports. If you haven't followed my podcast at all, uh, one of the main reasons I wanted to start this whole thing right from the get go was just to be able to chat about stuff that's going on in my life. I mean, music about sports that I've been watching or I've attended or, you know, new albums that I've been listening to or anything that's kind of going on. I mean, that's, that was the whole idea behind this podcast. And I mean, there's lots of stuff going on, especially where we haven't chatted in a while and I haven't been on, um, you know, to kind of talk about it in a while. The Olympics are, are on the go right now in Pyeongchang. Nope. That's a lie. Sorry. They're, um, <laughs> not in Pyeongchang. That was the last time we're in Beijing right now. And, uh, been trying to watch as much as I can. It's really tough obviously with the time change really difficult to kind of keep up on it you kind of get to see a little bit at the end of the night uh before you go to bed and it's usually that's when they're starting up in the morning over there and um and 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 then you get to see a little bit in the morning um when it's just the night their night time i mean so um newfoundland zone mount pearl zone and o'donnell uh, the o'donnell high school zone mr brad guju and his team um they're competing right now. Uh, pretty, pretty fun to watch. I mean, it's always great to see a Newfoundlander in the mix. And obviously, we're all rooting for Brad and the team um, from back here. I mean, it's – I think he's uh, – when I'm recording, I think he has one more uh, one more match against Great Britain. So, um, I think he needs to win against Great Britain to get into the playoff round. So, you know, we're all rooting for Brad. So, good luck to the uh, to Team Guju. Um, other than that, I've been watching a few different things. I mean, the Olympics is always interesting because you find yourself watching, you know, bobsled when you normally wouldn't uh, in the real world or, you know, for the last four years and, and kind of watching it and, and watching it compete, which is always a lot of fun. Um, it's really a tough shame about the hockey. I mean, it would have been so fun to see the best of the world go against the best in the world. 
but it's not kind of worked out like that. So hopefully, maybe they'll figure out a World Cup or something for the uh, for the you know for the best hockey players in the world. You want to see these guys go against each other, and you know, like guys like Sidney Crosby and and um, you know some of the older guys, they might not get a chance to do this again. So it'd be a great opportunity to uh, for fans especially to watch because that's what you want to see. You want to see the best on best. You know, um, obviously watching a ton of Leafs going on. Leafs have been playing great. I mean, they're having a great season. Um, Matthews again, that top line has been just absolutely fire and we're so happy to see that Matthews really great to see Mitch Marner shooting the puck a lot he's just been super hot lately tons of goals um Michael Bunting what an addition to that top line guys I was so bummed if you listened to me last year you heard me talk about Zach Hyman the loss of Zach Hyman on that top line um but I think we acquired a, a cheaper version of of Zach Hyman and, and probably less injury prone it seems like and maybe even a little grittier and a little scrappier which is great to see um you know he's proved uh He's proved himself. I mean, that looked like it was going to be Nick Nick Ritchie's role on the top line. And, I mean, he's not even really playing with the Leafs right now. I think he's sent down. And uh, Bunting's really made the best of it. Um, so that's really fun to see. Jack Campbell's have, had a great season. Last couple of games, he's been a little shaky. But, I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, in Leafland, what happens is, you know, when you lose a game or lose a couple of games, everyone freaks. But I think they're on the right path. And I think we just got to keep uh, playing the way, you know, that, that, that they have been and, and keep um, – you know, keep the course and, and hopefully we can really make some changes this year in the, uh, in the first round. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, everything matters to the Leafs when it comes to the, comes to the playoffs. Um, the Habs, I'm not sure what happened to the Habs this year, guys. I mean, obviously we know Carey Price is out. I mean, big loss in Shea Weber, but whoa, are they ever bad this year? Uh, there's really not a whole lot to say. It looks like a complete bust of a season. They just traded Tyler Toffoli, one of their great players. He's gone to Calgary. And speaking of Calgary, the Flames are absolutely super hot. They are really, really good. Um, Markstrom's been great. Um, their top line is is really producing, and I think is going to be a great addition for them. Um, the Oilers are another team I've been keeping an eye on. I've always loved watching the Oilers. Um, my brother's a big fan of the Oilers, and, and we always chat about the Leafs and Oilers and stuff like that that and um you know i'm a big fan of Connor mcdavid i mean he deserves he deserves success he's such a great player and but man are they are having a tough season they really got to address a few things there uh the goaltending's been tough it's up and down up and down up and down the evander kane signings looks like it's been pretty good and very positive for the team i mean he adds a ton of grit he can score goals um so it'll be interesting to see how how the oilers play out i'm, I'm very excited to see that uh, I'm watching, definitely watching a bit of Raptors. Uh, really, really happy to see uh, Fred Van Vliet get uh, his first All-Star nod. Uh, really, really cool when a guy who goes undrafted, like Fred did, um, you know, get nominated for the All-Star game. That's really, really cool. And, uh, you know, happy to see, you know, Fred get that, you know, thing accolades and, and um and, uh, you know, really show what he's got because he, he's really, really talented. I don't think he gets enough, um, he doesn't get enough, praise you know probably because he plays north of the border and especially on the american channels and stuff like that a huge blockbuster trade i mean with james harden leaving brooklyn going to philly for ben simmons i think it was seth curry uh andre drummond and a couple first round picks i mean i couldn't believe that uh it just seems like with simmons or with uh with harden I mean, I guess Simmons too, but some of these big guys, Russell Westbrook, I mean, it seems like these guys, you can never make them happy. They're making millions and millions and millions of dollars playing with their all-star friends, and they just, I don't think they're getting enough touches with the ball, and it seems like they're disappointed, and they're always looking for trades. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that all all plays out. I mean, um, you put Harden and um, uh, Embiid together in Philly, it's it's massive. And then if you also put, 
I mean, when once Simmons gets healthy and, and you put him put in him in with with Durant and, and Kyrie and and the uh, and the Nets, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see as well. Uh, I wanted to mention this because I did I did uh, watch the Waste Management Phoenix Open in PGA the weekend. What a tournament this is, guys! Like, I don't know if you watch watch golf at all or you're interested in golf, but it's this tournament is unlike any other because in golf, I mean, it's very like. You know, it's it's um, very kind of posh. I mean, everyone is, um, you know, uh, very very you know, just not really loud or or you, you don't see much cheering. You don't see a whole lot of stuff. But anyways, this waste management Phoenix Open, man, what a zoo this place is. Um, I think it's like something like, you know, they do like once a year where they just kind of like let loose, but. Uh, it's really, really neat. They kind of—I heard a commentator calling it the other day, stadium golf, which is pretty interesting because if you see it, there's a lot of the holes, especially the 16th hole. There's completely surrounded by grandstands, and it makes it so fun for that par three 16th. I mean, a couple guys hit hit hole in ones uh, the weekend past, and and the it just erupted there. I've never seen a celebration like that, especially in golf. Like I, I really couldn't believe it. I thought it was um so crazy just to see that happening in golf. So I, I really wanted to throw that in. Um and I've never noticed that before. I watch a lot of golf and I watch a lot of uh the PGA and stuff, but I've never noticed that tournament kind of be like that before. So I, I thought that was just such a laugh. Uh and it kind of shows a different side of golf, which is great. I mean it doesn't normally happen like that. Like you say it's usually pretty tame and low key, quiet. I mean nobody even speaks when guys are shooting these guys are chucking beer cans out in the green man i just i absolutely thought it was crazy uh obviously i tuned into the super bowl on sunday big football fan my green bay packers lost very curious what's going to happen with aaron Rodgers. I have no idea to me i feel like he's probably going to resign back in green bay i mean i think he'd be kind of nuts not to not to finish out his career there i mean he's had such a great legacy there um but i mean he won the mvp but just one of those things again with the Packers it doesn't seem like they can do it when it comes to crunch time. They, you know, a couple of bad plays here and there, and, and that's what happens. But I did manage to catch a Super Bowl. It was down in L.A., the L.A. Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I'm not sure what was the better show, the actual game or the halftime show, because both of them were were, were great. I mean, it was great games. Um, not really a big fan of either team. You know, it was interesting to see Burrow as as a you know a second year player, and it's been interesting to see Stafford. He's been around for a long time with the Detroit uh, Lions, and I mean, great to see him you know win a championship once he moved over, and you know, um, you know, lots of things to take out of that game. But the biggest thing I took out of it was the halftime show. I mean, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, um, 50 Cent came out, and of course Eminem. I mean, it was uh, it was it was awesome. I mean, I've I seen a lot of people talking about, oh, it was the best halftime show. I'm not sure if it was the best halftime show ever. I mean, I thought it was a really really great halftime show. Um, but you know, it's just kind of like. It, the boys are kind of they're not they're not young anymore. But they yeah, they did the bangers, the old songs that people love to hear. I mean. You know, I think of like um, obviously the Prince halftime show was incredible. Uh, I mean, even Lady Gaga was incredible. She came out like it was so much more theatrics to it. I mean, but the the halftime show this year was was super fun. I mean, how could you not? You know, you catch yourself banging out to you know the old Dre tunes and and the and the Snoop Dogg and and it was awesome. So you know, I really really enjoyed that. I thought they uh, they did a great job with that. Um, 
moving along from sports um, with myself, I mean, obviously I haven't been doing a whole lot, guys. I mean, it's been very everything's been locked down up until just this weekend past. I mean, you'll be hearing this on the uh, on Wednesday, February sixteenth, and last weekend, the weekend just passed was the first weekend that bars were even open. So, um, you know, obviously haven't been doing a whole lot. Been doing a lot of writing. Uh, recorded a bunch of demos over the last couple of months. Applied for some funding. I uh, didn't receive it, but not to be discouraged. Gonna you know, gonna keep working on it and try to you know, um, you know, fix up my application. Try to get try to get a uh, some more funding and try to get a new record going because I've got a ton of stuff written and I really wanted to uh, really want to put out a new record. It's just just so challenging. I mean, with with the way that the music industry is going, I mean, it's hard to make money off of Spotify and all these things. And I mean, that's, you know, obviously one of the biggest factors. So it's an expense. It's expensive to to fund an album. I mean, so um, I got a bunch of new stuff written. Hopefully I can get it out and and, and get moving on some of that stuff. Um I did put out a, a new song just before Christmas, a song called So I'll Go. I uh, released that one with the Newfoundland Growlers, and um, luckily the Growlers are starting to have some fans back in the stadium now, so, uh, you know, it's great to see that the fans are starting to come back, but if you are in the building by any chance, uh, have a listen for that one anytime that the um, anytime the Growlers go on to power play, and, and you know, a big shout out to them for, for supporting local and, and uh, kind of collabing with me on that one to, uh, to get my song heard, you know, especially in the big stadium with a, with a lot of fans, so... Um, and the Growlers are doing great. I think. I think the last. I think since they've been home, I think they won five games in a row. I think since uh, since they um, have been playing back in St. John's um, last year, I had Zach uh, Zach O'Brien and, and Marcus Power on of the Newfoundland Growlers, hoping to get some more Growlers on this season as well. Because I love chatting with those guys and and seeing what uh, what they've been up to and how they're how the season's going and you know all that kind of fun stuff. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, ECMA nominations came out 45 nominations from Newfoundland guys. I mean, that is awesome to hear. Super, super stoked for a lot of my friends in the industry. Um, Kingsway, Dr. Zoo, Carolina East, Kelly McMichael, quote, the Raven, Ruben Rake, Bowater, Clifford Crawley, Alex Byrne, Virginia Fudge, Rosemary Lawton, Annika Airhope, Annika. Anna and Eric Hope, sorry, um, Dwayne Andrews, Janet Call, Sean McCann, Yvette Lorraine, Kelly Loader. Um, they were all musical nominations up for different types of awards, uh, folk and, and, you know, all the different awards, a bunch of different artists in there who were up for different stuff. And there's also some industry nominees, uh, Mallory Johnson, Silver Wolf Band, First Light Center for Performance. Atlantic Music, Nigel Jenkins, First Late Fridays, New Country NL, VOCM, Amy Joy, Greg Smith, who's a former guest on as well, uh, Chris Kirby, Cecil Johnson, uh, and Krista Power. So, um, you know, congratulations to all the nominees, everybody who's been, uh, who's got a a nomination, and uh, best of luck, you know, with ECMA is hopefully everything gets kind of back on track. It's been a little, little shaky the last couple years, definitely with, uh, with award shows and everything going on with COVID, but um, yeah, happy for all my friends, and and, and, uh, I'm happy to be back on the podcast, guys, so um, you know, without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to, um, our, my conversation with Andrew Rogers. We had a really great chat. Um, I threw a new little segment in at the end where I'm just trying to have a bit of fun with it and not try to make it so serious and just kind of fired some rapid fire questions at him. It, it seemed to work out pretty good. So hopefully I'll keep that going with, with my guests. Um, so make sure you do stick around for a great chat with Andrew Rogers. 
And I'd like to welcome Mr. Andrew Rogers to the podcast. How you doing, Andrew, man? Thanks so much for uh, for coming on. Uh, been a little while since I've seen you last. So, uh, you know, I haven't ca- caught up with you in, in a little while. So how's everything been? What's going on? Good, man. I think uh, I think the last time I saw you actually was um, might have been Tibbs Eve. Um, it was. I was yeah, I was going to bring was... it up myself. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I mean, that was a what a wild turn of events, how that that turned out to be. I mean, yeah. Uh, I spoke a little bit about it in my intro, obviously, uh, you know, before I got on chatting with you in, in this episode, but, um, yeah, I mean, Andrew, I had Andrew who's come down to open up and, um, I know you're working on a bunch of new stuff. So it was, a, you know, a fun little show to, to do that. And then it kind of got canned and obviously we ended up spending it at the bull and barrel and did it live. And I mean, it worked out great. I mean, it was what it was and it was, we all had a laugh for sure. I think everybody at home had a, had a bit of a laugh too. So it was all good. Yes, man. It was a, it was a fun night. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, I guess, you know, especially for yourself, like, uh, I know that Tibbs Eve is a big, is a big night for everyone in Newfoundland, but for you, especially every year you're doing the big show. So, <laughs> you know, it's a bit disappointing when everything just kind of, kind of goes downhill that quickly, but luckily, you know, you were able to get it together there and I was happy enough to, um, come along and, uh, yeah. And, and, and open her up there. So, yeah, I mean, that was the, you know, last kind of, <laughs> that was kind of like the last, like getting out moment. Like I haven't really done anything since then. I mean, everything's pretty much been shut down up until, I mean, just as weekend passed. So I haven't really done a whole lot or haven't seen anybody. I mean, I know you've been really busy though. I've seen, you know, I'm following along and, um, seeing what you've been up to. Um, I mean, are you currently in the middle of two recording projects right now or is, yeah. is what's going on there? What's, what's yeah, happening? So, yeah. Maybe this is a good chance to clear some of the confusion. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, for those, those, uh, people out there that don't know me, um, I play in a band called Fairgill. Uh, I've been playing with those guys. I guess the band officially started up around 2014. Um, sometime around then is there any members of fairgale from tyrant is that right yes man oh yeah so yeah this is always fun when someone, every, <laughs> okay <laughs> every now and again we're, we're at a gig and um someone will someone will go tyrant just out of nowhere right like it, it doesn't happen quite as much anymore we were playing a gig actually at the delta not too long ago for uh, the monte carlo thing that happens every year there big fundraiser and uh after the gig, I was like, boys, did you guys hear someone say tyrants? <laughs> I was like, yes, man, I heard that. But yeah, I guess the, the kind of, you know, the, not go out too far off track here on that. Uh, myself, uh, Brad Tuck, as many of you guys might know, as a, as a trad artist also. he, he played Yeah, I had Brad on. Brad was a yeah. guest of mine last season. Yep. Yeah, man, I, I saw that one. And uh, and Gary Powers, who plays in uh, Fairgale. Uh, we started as a metal band back in our teens. And somehow we're still playing together. But yeah, the band was called Tyrant. We were super into Iron Maiden, um, so much so that uh, there's some really actually- awesome pictures of you guys going around, man. Like the complete like hair. yeah, the hair, the swoops, <laughs> and the big jeans, and it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, those those were fun days, man. It's just interesting every now and then, like somebody will ball that out, you know, shout out. Tom. You guys got to throw one in the set list. You should throw one back in the set list for a laugh. And just occasionally, if somebody ever does yell, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like maybe a, a chill gig or I don't know, something for a laugh. It'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's fun times. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no. So you, you were saying, I mean, oh, yeah. like uh, with Tyrant, I mean, obviously you're in the fair gale. And, and what I've noticed, I mean. I've seen, it looks like you're in the, in the middle of recording two separate albums right now. It looks like you're doing yes. a Fairgale album and it looks like you're doing a solo record, right? Is, am I right in saying that? That's correct. So, I mean, we've been working on a, on a Fairgale album for quite some time now. And uh, it's just, it was like lockdown after lockdown and then not being able to get together. And I had planned on doing a solo album at some point coming up in the future. And I was like, man, you know, I can just start working on it now anyway. And then when Fairgale is able to kind of get back together, we'll, 
you know, we'll take it from there. And that's what we have been doing. Fair Gale's going hard now in the studio. Um, we're trying to clue up an album. Um, we're hoping to have a, maybe a single in a couple of months. I don't want to make any promises at this point. But uh, yeah, so I was working. So I started working on a solo album and then like, it all kind of just happened at the same time. So I guess to, to clear any confusion, Fair Gale's definitely still going strong. There's just going to be more music. You know, I, I, I love writing songs. That's what I love to do the most. And uh, not everything I write, you know, fits neatly into into the Fairgale folder, I guess you can call it. And, uh, you know, what I'm doing as a solo, uh, you know, the solo album is more like uh, folky, acoustic, uh, that sort of thing. Like, Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, I know, like, this is probably your first real dip into a solo, solo record, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, what's, you know, what kind of led you in that direction? Obviously, I mean, I'm sure the lockdown might have had something to do with it. Not not to push it out, but I probably gave you a bit more free time to write some different stuff. And you probably, like you mentioned, yeah. I mean, it might not fit into the Fairgale folder, but I mean, you know, what's, so what's some, some of the differences that people can expect? I mean, if, between the kind of two records that are, that are coming. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fairgale is a four piece rock band, you know, the, you know, the standard setup two electric guitars, bass drums, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, definitely like, you know, a lot of high energy uh, rock type stuff. Um, yeah. The solo thing is just, you know, it's more like um, kind of taking what I might be doing at home on the couch in a more chill sort of setting. I'm singing a lot more. I'm singing lower in my range than I, than I probably would be in fair. Like a lot of times, <laughs> as you probably know, I'm kind of testing the upper limits, um, definitely in Fairgale. And uh, this is more like, you know, like sit around a campfire sort of thing. Like, Oh yeah, no, man, that's, that's really exciting. I mean, I've heard you play a couple songs. I think you did a couple at the uh, Tibbs Eve show um, for the live stream, which, which was great. I mean, you know, really definitely looking forward to that. I mean, it's, that's super exciting. Obviously the new fair Gale Gale record is, is, is very exciting. I mean, what's, what's, what's kind of going on with that record? I mean, uh, you you mentioned that it's been, you know, a little work in the progress. I mean, obviously over the last couple of years or so. So, so what's been happening there? Yeah. um, I mean, we started so, so, the first album was produced by Robert Kelly. The second one was produced by Chris Kirby. As time went on, uh, myself, Stephen, and Brad primarily, we all have like our own individual home studios. I'm, I'm in mine right now. Um, you know, we've we've uh, you know, gotten at least half decent at doing our own recordings and stuff. Like if anyone's been following along, we self-produced Liza. We self-produced What Doesn't Kill Us. Um, so we were like, you know, we were kind of headed in that direction. Um, but because we weren't able to get together as much maybe as we would have liked um we were self-producing but uh i guess to to finish off the back half of the album is maybe a good way to put it um we we teamed up with robert kelly again um he's a good friend of ours he uh he took over a studio here in st john's called record time and uh, just loved the vibe there um i started well what happened was i went into i i called up robert i was like man i got this solo project you know like to me like producing a Fairgale song for me is different than like going into a solo thing as you definitely know like that's I mean you're on your own right Mm -hmm. so I I kind of called up Robert I was like man do you want to be a part like well I mean it's great to have anybody and I mean especially with Robert I mean he's brilliant I mean to be able to have ideas to bounce off with somebody I mean you're probably very used to that and comfortable with doing that with 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 the band I mean you've been doing it for so long I mean to me that I find that a little bit more challenging probably because I've been doing the opposite for so long so I mean that's an interesting comparison yeah it's interesting you say that actually because I I you know, most of my uh, music life, if you want to look at it that way, um, has been, you know, and around the same people. But like, even if I'm working on something here, 
I'll be like, Hey boys, what do you, th- you know, what do you think of this? You know? And maybe they'll say, Oh, well, I like this. And I don't like, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you're bouncing stuff back and forth when you're doing it on your, on yourself or what you're or by yourself. Sorry. Um, you, you, you know, you're not, it's not quite the same, right? You're, you're left kind of being like, you know, is this good? Is this a good decision? Is this it's stuff? tough. You know? Yeah. It's, it's difficult <laughs> yeah. because, you know, I mean, as a, as a writer, I mean, it's interesting to, to write stuff because uh, in the sense that some days, you, you know, you, you see, you, you write something and, and, and you think it's amazing. You're man, I'm, I, I really nailed it on that. And then you get up and yeah. play it the next day or you jot out a little demo and you're like, what the hell is that? You know, like it, it oh, and then exactly. you're fighting with yourself almost over it. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. So it is. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely great to have some different opinions and stuff. Yeah. And I love having these conversations with, with other musicians. Like, you know, we're all kind of doing the same thing and you know, how many times you, yeah, you're like, man, this sucks. Like, I can't believe <laughs> I came up with that. This is garbage, but like every, like, you know, talking to someone like yourself, like you're going through all that too. Um, I guess on the outside of, you know, for people who aren't part of that creative process, um, yeah, you, you might find it interesting, you know, how it all works and like, yeah, you can like it, the first listen, we always say you can't get your first listen back. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, how strongly you might feel about a song in the beginning. Sometimes you got to convince yourself because as time goes on, you're working on a song, you're working out the kinks, you're recording it. I mean, you know, like there comes a point where you just hate everything, but then you kind of got to, I always got to remind myself, you know what? I really, really liked this in the beginning. Um, And I think, you know, that gut reaction early on is maybe what I should, what I should follow. Cause it's so easy to like, you're just hearing stuff over and over and over. So to tie it in with Robert, I did not want to go down that road as the first, at least for the first solo album on my own, I wanted, and, I, and like, listen, Robert's a good friend and he's uh, super talented at what he does and having him there. I mean, he's, you know, it's just bouncing ideas off. Well, there's there's like, a reason you know, why like, you hire somebody like a producer like that is, exactly. is for those reasons. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's what I'd be willing to bet. You know, like, like you mentioned, Andrew, like the, like the average probably person who's not kind of in this scene doesn't even, they probably see producer and have no idea what that even means. I mean, but to have somebody yeah. in your corner like that, when you have a bunch of songs and probably, you know, a little unfamiliar kind of testing waters with them all anyways, it's, it's very beneficial and, and helpful, obviously. Oh, it's, it's very helpful. And sometimes you need someone to tell you like, Hey man, like that's maybe not the best way to go about this. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Something, Robert, something Robert said to me the other day. <laughs> yeah. Knock you down <laughs> a peg. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's just like, like, you know, not every idea I come up with and it's a good idea. I mean, and that's the same for anyone. Like, you know, um, yeah, it becomes a, I guess, if you're going to be in the, doing this racket, you kind of got to get used to like, you know, yeah, not everything I come up with is going to be good. Oh, man, like, you got to have thick skin. Like, there's no doubt about that. Of course. And like, yeah. you can't be, you can't be, uh, you know, uh, like, how can I say it? Like, criticism is not meant to offend you. You know, what I mean, it's just like, you know, you can do it better. You know, oh, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm the biggest I'm the biggest fan of constructive criticism. I mean, especially when it comes to writing and and making a piece better, because just like you mentioned, I mean, it's all about that first listen. I mean, you want to make sure that's spot on every time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and something something Robert said a couple of days ago, and it was, this was uh, the Fairgill album we were working on. I played something on guitar and he just looks at me and he goes to Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're right. That actually is not good. Yeah. So let's do something else. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. So, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about the, about the new record, the new fair girl record. What, yeah. what, what are we working with? How many songs are, are you thinking are probably going to be roughly on the album? I mean, obviously you write a bunch, Steven writes a bunch. How's that kind of work out for this new record? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so we're doing eight tunes. Uh, cool. 
Stephen, uh, you know, uh, so the way it works, I guess to explain here is like both Stephen and I are lead vocalists, uh, guitar players. Uh, I guess we, we call ourselves the primary writers. Everybody has a say in everything, but like I'll come with a song and Stephen will come with a song, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, the, the thing that normally we, we would we would have gotten together more. Mm-hmm. So th- this album's going to be a little different just because we were also like in our own worlds that like I was basically coming to the table with things that were pretty well finished and kind of the same thing with Steven. Sure. Yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? If you were in the room together, it might've looked a bit different. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been better or worse, but it probably mm-hmm. would have been different if the pandemic didn't, didn't exist. But I mean, well, I mean that's the name yeah. of it. Have, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what everybody's dealing with is, is you're just trying to piece together stuff. I mean, especially throughout COVID and lockdowns and stuff. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're allowed together. Sometimes you're not. So that's, that's definitely yeah. been challenging to get together. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes, it's, uh, it's fun, man. Like, you know, just being in the studio, you know, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just looking forward. I mean, you, you know how it is like, there's yeah, no, no, exciting. absolutely. I mean, so, yeah. So, so you're, you're talking about, we got, we got eight, we got eight tunes on the failure record and how many yeah. songs you got written for the, the solo record? Maybe nine, but a thousand, but you're only going to choose nine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a lot of like stuff like, Basically, the way it works for me is like, uh, if I feel strongly enough about an idea, I'll then I'll put the work in to try to finish it. Like I, I definitely yeah. have a gazillion uh, half-finished ideas <laughs> out there. Like I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Um, but yeah, I got eight or nine that I feel. But I, ha- I had another tune uh, that that I that kind of dropped off for me. But uh, I think eight or nine. I don't, I'm not sure, but uh, you know. I think the Fairgill album should be done before the solo. I, I don't have a timeline for the solo album. I just right. want to like, just kind of working wanna, on it and yeah, don't want to yeah. push it. I mean, yeah, exactly. So I just want to, that's just going to keep moving along. And when I'm a bit closer, I'll start talking about it more, but I have, I mean, I have been talking about a lot on the stream and all that stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. you just mentioned it. You just got me right into the next segue, man. That's exactly where I wanted to bring you, but uh, let's talk a little about this Tuesday live stream you're doing. I mean, uh, I'm no stranger to the live streams myself. I mean, we both obviously have talked a lot about, yeah. about live streaming i mean over the last couple of years and i know you helped me out quite a bit actually kind of getting off my uh, uh off my ass to do a bit of it uh kind of originally and, and help me out getting it set up and stuff which was which was great um and now you're back you're doing this new tuesday live stream um it's it's super cool man i've tuned in a, a couple nights and i mean it looks great it sounds really great i mean you're playing a bunch of different tunes um you got your your home studio there looking really really sharp so yeah so let's let's talk about that a little bit and you know what kind of gave you that idea yeah i mean it all kind of stemmed from um early on in the pandemic of course when when the gigs all shut down someone like myself at that point in time anyway i was gigging a lot so it was kind of like hitting a brick wall and i was like man like where do i focus this energy and uh you know, um, then I started streaming. I look back on those early streams and it's pretty cringeworthy and I don't, I don't love it. But anyway, it's just the nature of, I guess, the evolution of it or whatever. But uh, yeah, and then I, I did a lot of streaming early and the Tibbs Eve gig with you that I that I brought up earlier. Um, I mean, that kind of reignited the fire for me. I was like, man, this, this is fun and I want to do more of it. And because I'm, you know, working on so much music here uh, as of late, like, I just wanted to, you know, keep something consistent. Um, the Tuesday thing, like I'm doing, it's fun. Like, and every week, like there seems to be a couple more people who are, are chiming in and sticking around, and all that stuff. And and I'm, you know, it's it's primarily focused on on you know songs I'm working on, original music. I do play covers, of course, but I'm, I like like yourself. Like I, I mean, I've done many years on George Street. A lot of times, you kind of throw your own taste aside just to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm 
I'm not feeling that too, you know, too heavily these days. I, I'm just kind of doing what I want to do. And uh, I can relate there, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I just want, I want to carve out like, you know, we all have this feeling. We all want to please everyone. Everyone wants to make everyone happy. The reality is that's impossible. You can't possibly do it. So I created a live stream. It's kind of like, let's come hang out, have fun. I'm going to play some songs. You can, you can request songs. I might play them like, but I want to carve out my audience. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, I'm not like, that's just where I am now. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Like, no, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's completely yeah. respectable and, and understandable. I mean, I think that would probably be where 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 most people kind of would want to be in, in that sense. I mean, you know, it's 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 challenging. I mean, I mean, you've both done the grind quite a bit. I mean, you know, downtown and stuff. And I mean, hats off to to everybody who who does that and and can of do course. it and can keep it up because man, it yeah. is a, it's a grind and it's, 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 it's a lot of fun, but you're right, man. I mean, there's a lot of nights where it's, it's different, you know, you're not, it's not kind of where you want to be musically probably because you'd rather just be doing something else. I mean, you know what I mean? And burns you out yeah. a little bit and stuff like that. Of course. And like, and, and I didn't mean this, this is not me talking down. Oh, geez. Like not, not at all. Like I, I did it for a long time and I'm like, man, like where I was when I started playing, um like that compared to where i am now like i mean I, like it's just there's a lot of growth i can go back and see it like I, like again you look back at yourself years ago and it's like kind of embarrassing like you know when you're, you're like jeez can't believe i sounded like that or, or wore those clothes or did whatever you know what i mean and uh yeah so like man like i would recommend any musician like if you can just gig 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 like you're gonna get like you got to get better man exactly like, it's like it's the best experience yeah. yeah exactly it's the best experience you can get i mean you're gonna your chops are gonna get up like uh, uh, you're going to learn how to perform in front of people. I mean, that's a huge thing to be able to, you know, talk to an audience, work an audience a little bit. I mean, uh, all that's so beneficial. Yeah, man. And like the tie back in with the live stream, um, it, it, it is a different thing. Like, it's not like going out somewhere, watching someone play. It's more like, like I'm kind of looking at it. It's almost like a live music podcast or something like you kind of, it just, is. Yeah. Kinda, Did you do, yeah, I tuned ahead, in last week. No, no, I, I tuned in. I, I tuned in last week, but I was late. I didn't realize. I was out. I think there was a, a game on or something. I was I was in watching yep. the game and I came in. I, I, I tried to open up the phone. I seen that you were live. And did you just have like music on the background where you're just like chatting away and like that kind of stuff? Like it was, it was yeah, like, well, it seemed like pretty, like pretty chill. I was like, okay, cool. That's a nice little way to take. I was like, man, that's interesting. You're not just banging out songs. I think you were talking about some other songs and stuff like that. And yeah, man, it's actually, um, yeah. So like, obviously the backbone of the whole thing is music. I mean, that's what, that's where it comes from. But again, uh yeah so where am i going with that yeah like uh you know i'll tell stories about the songs i, I started doing trivia just because I, yeah I, that's what I, it was I, it was trivia I, yeah, yeah. Trivia, yeah. yeah yes and like i do give out i'm starting to give out like uh i gave out uh one of brad brad's albums uh last week gave it a fair girl one uh the week before that i'm gonna try to I was actually going to yeah, see who's around that might want to give an album to, to give it. Oh, to, I'd say I got nine or 10 boxes there. I'm sure I can donate yeah. one. If you want. <laughs> man, pass over, man, like a hundred percent. Yeah. And like, so, and it's just a good chance for me to promote friends, you know, their music and that sort of thing. And yeah. hopefully, you know, I'll turn some people on to what you're doing. Um, and yeah, like, it's just fun. Like, tri- and the trivia is always music based. Like, uh, right. Right. You know. Uh, yeah, and so I'm doing that. Like I'm telling stories. People are, and it's, it's unpredictable because at any time someone could come into the comments and say something, and then I'm just reacting to that. And and the goal is like I, I want to get. The, I don't have I don't have the capacity at the moment, but I want to. Uh, I want to have guests on. I think I mentioned that to you before. Like I'm not, I'm not there yet. I got to get some uh, 
I got to acquire some more equipment, but um, yeah, I want to do that. Like, yeah, like kind of like what we're doing now, only, you know, play a song, you know, mess around. Yeah, like, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's, it's, it's a great idea and it's a great way to, you know, a build an audience, but, you know, see, you know, keep in contact with who, who are your fans or who, you know, who, who, who would come see you play, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. I mean, another thing I always, always loved about the live streams is like, I mean, from playing around and, and, and playing off the island too, or people who have come to the island and, and you've met, they've seen you play. I mean, they get to tune in every now and then if, you know, if, you know, yes. you're on the other side of the country or in another country for that matter. Um, I know, I know you also, you don't only stream it to Facebook live. I think you stream it through, through Twitch as well, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't streamed to Twitch in a while, but that's kind of where I, uh, you know, I, if you go on Twitch, if anyone hasn't done, done so, I mean, there's a lot of people on there that are doing it and I, I did. I started doing that. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but uh, that's where I got a lot of the ideas for like um, just the way it looks, how people like there's, I mean, I saw lots of people doing things I didn't like and I, you know, I kind of picked, you know, how, how I wanted it to fit what I'm doing sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I think the trivia isn't, is not mind blowing, but like, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I just like that sort of thing. So it's a great of, way to interact with people, man. It's <laughs> yeah, a laugh. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a bit of fun, right? Like that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's uh, I mean, I love it. I, I have a lot of fun, man. I normally run for about, do it for about two hours on a Tuesday night. So yeah, definitely. If anyone's yeah, no. looking for something to do. Yeah. Uh, how can they Tuesday, find that? How can anybody find that for like, if they're looking for you for on a, on a Tuesday night? Yeah. If you, uh, if you follow my uh, page on Facebook, it's just Andrew Rogers music. Just look me up. Um, I'm looking at um, multi-stream and I'm hoping to stream the YouTube maybe, maybe tomorrow night when I go live. Um, I don't have, I don't have a big YouTube following. I haven't been pushing YouTube. Uh, I haven't really, uh, put a lot of effort in in on that side of it but uh youtube's tricky now man years ago it was, yeah. it was a it was a little bit better for like monetizing it but it's it's after getting quite difficult now i mean it's not only your subscribers but you have to have th i think it's four thousand watchable hours in a 12 month span right now to monetize your youtube channel i mean that's oh, a lot that's a, it's, a, it's a really yeah it's quite a quite a bit i mean it's you're essentially working for youtube yeah yeah i mean i mean it's if, if, <laughs> i mean it all depends i mean if you if you if you put up a video that I guess when went viral, it would oh okay. it would blow up. You you could get it then. I mean, you know what I mean. Gotcha. I didn't, but yeah, I didn't quite understand. Yeah, I think like yeah. to, like to actually monetize your channel, you need to your 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 YouTube channel has to have four thousand watched hours in the last 12, 12 months, which okay. is which is a lot. I mean, if you think about it, four thousand hours is 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 quite a bit. <laughs> um well that's pretty that's really exciting man that's cool I'm, i mean i'm sure you're really excited and and, and pumped to, for for some new music i mean that's got to be uh it's gonna be pretty thrilling um is there any any live shows or anything planned out or anything or how's, how's that kind of working uh, out i guess it's been been tough i mean to book anything still yeah we, because we're kind of in the midst of uh you know doing the album we haven't been uh you know, trying to, trying to put a show together. I, I would have expected the next show that we're going to do is going to be an album release somewhere here in St. John's. Uh, who knows? Might be, might do a live stream event too. It's hard to say. We haven't really, uh, we haven't really looked at uh, that side of it too hard at this moment, but I mean, there will be a release show at some point. So yeah, follow Fairgale if anyone's interested. Um, Fairgale Are you guys still working with Sound of Pop still? Is that still? Yeah. Yeah. What, you, yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I think that's really interesting. I, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I was chatting with a couple other guests over the, over the last season and stuff, but I, I find it really interesting. Just maybe explain kind of what Sound of Pop is and, and how that kind of works a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Sound of Pop is a publishing company, uh, which I guess is, you know, a, a pub, a, I guess I should explain what a, what a publisher does. Uh, basically a publisher, it, it'll, 
take uh you know on behalf of myself or, or someone like dave or whoever and you know pitch their music to could be tv shows could be um movies commercials anywhere anywhere like that you would hear and and if you start paying attention you know every commercial every show every like whatever has has music playing in the background and of course there's there's fees associated with that so so uh sound of pop is our publisher and we have had some success um Stephen in particular, we, we've had uh, one of our tunes come together, a, a song Stephen uh, wrote that ended up in a movie. Um, I can't remember I think, the name yeah, of I think Stephen had a couple couple like compositions like in Christmas movie. He had a song in the Christmas movie or a couple of Christmas movies too. Yeah. Funny yeah. enough, I was actually at my grandmother's over Christmas and there was a Christmas movie on and I was like, man, what's the name of that movie that Stephen ended up having that song in? And of course, the credits started rolling and there was Stephen in the background singing. I was like, Hilarious. oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. What a weird coincidence. I know. But I guess every year it comes on, right? So for the last couple of years. And um, yeah, so he wrote those songs specifically for, so, so you know, because we're kind of on Sound of Pop's roster, I guess is the way to look at it. Um, they'll, every so often, they'll be like, send out a, an email. We need a, I don't know, a, a song that sounds like Mumford and Sons, that blah, 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 that needs to go behind the, the end credits of a Christmas movie and the lyrics need to be about this. You know, so Stephen took a crack at a couple of things and then I'm getting placements out of those. And I guess uh, myself, I, I've had instrumentals played in, in TV shows and stuff on Netflix, which is pretty interesting to see. Uh, I, I, I kind of did that on my own outside, outside, but it's same principle, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. similar idea. Yeah, no, that's super yeah. interesting, man. And, and just like kind of another little, you know, something else to kind of monetize yourself really and, and a great way yeah. to kind of get out there and meeting people and all that kind of stuff. It's really, really neat. Um, uh, interesting. <laughs> all right, listen, I, I haven't done this before. I'm going to try this out. This is a, I'm not sure I, I might use it as my Guinea pig, but um, I, I did up some rapid fire questions. Okay. okay. I got, I, I, I got already. like, you love, okay. I, 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 I'm thinking about trying it out. I just, I don't know. I just kind of, but I know you a little bit, so it's going to be a little easier than if I have somebody I don't overly know that well. And we're just kind of meeting, but anyways, I got like five or six, just, just for a laugh. And then, yes. um, and then I'm we'll the right we'll probably person. we'll probably clue it up then. But <laughs> before I do get to the rapid fire questions, let everybody know where they can find Fairgale and and Andrew Rogers stuff. Just so before I, in case I forget that. Sure. Yeah. So Fairgale is pretty straightforward at this point. Fairgale.com. Um, you can find us Fairgale Music on Instagram, and it's uh, just I think Facebook.com slash Fairgale. And of course, if you just Google Fair or if you just uh, type Fairgale into YouTube, F A I R G A L E, we basically made up a word. Uh, it comes from um, in Newfoundland, if it's really windy, uh, you might hear people say, because we're so sarcastic, I guess, geez, there's a fair gale on today. You know? So uh, Stephen came up with that, and that's where the name came from. Uh, for my own stuff, uh, I'm probably most active on Instagram. Uh, I actually just changed it. It's Andrew Rogers Music. I noticed that uh, today. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, and the reason for that is because every time someone – I ever, anytime I ever saw someone read out my – try to read out my uh, – my handle or whatever you want well he didn't have the was, a on it right <laughs> well the at symbol was supposed to be the right a. I right i thought right. i was being clever but right i wasn't right so i changed it to andrew rogers music to, to <laughs> just you know it's just easier you know makes sense um yeah follow me on there um and i'm on tiktok too doing uh duets and all that sort of thing just having a laugh and and i wanted to mention as well just before i, I get to my uh my new segment of my new podcast uh rapid fire questions uh, rfq with dave woody um <laughs> <laughs> Love um it. 
videos you guys do a great job with videos i know that the guys are really active with with the, with the video side of stuff i mean they, obviously they got their own kind of little side project going what they do a, a ton of great stuff i mean i've got some pictures taken with steven and i know the guys do a ton of the video stuff but your guys videos are awesome they're really like you know cute and kind of catchy and, and like you know they're visually appealing um so yeah I, I would definitely send some people to your youtube i guess it's on your youtube channel as well is it yeah it's on our youtube and and I guess to talk about the guys for a second. Um, I mean, we, we started out pretty low budget uh, in terms of the videos. I think we made our second video. It cost us like 20 bucks. Is that uh, the one with the signs? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I mean, that was still Steven's idea. Basically, he was the mastermind behind that too. But then he clearly got super interested in, in that world. And if you see the quality of the videos of Steven and Brad, Brad is doing the editing. Uh, Center City Media, I'll give, I'll give the boss a shout out. Yes, um, absolutely. Doing wicked work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, you know, pro level stuff so yep i i totally agree with yeah. that i mean the boys are doing really really great stuff and the videos look look really sharp um yeah definitely check them out and if anybody's listening who who might want a video shot for them i would reach out oh, to yeah. the guys because they're uh they're deadly all right are you ready for this final segment oh baby let's go all right <laughs> rapid fire questions with mr andrew rogers no timer time but like try not okay. to be like try not to be like Take you know, don't think about it too hard. Like, really try to give me your most honest. Okay. It's only five or six questions. It's only be quick. All right. <laughs> all right. First question. Who is the artist you listen to most in the last year? Sam Fender. Maybe Chris Stapleton. Nice. Where is Andrew Rogers' favorite restaurant in the city of St. John's? Uh, this one's a little disappointing. I was a big fan of Zapata's. It's right next door. Mexican uh, food. Loved it. Went there one day. Closed. Very Are they permanently closed? Uh, I, I think the sign on the door said the owner had passed away. Uh, oh, no, that's heartbreaking. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah, that place is awesome. But anyway, that, that was my right now. Uh, oh, my God, man. I'm loving Pizza House. Oddly enough, the Indian food. I've, I know I've wicked. heard that. It's so yeah, I've heard it's, that. Let's yeah. <laughs> so check out uh, Pizza House. Yeah, pizza is house. Deceiving. It is the <laughs> They deceiving. do have pizza. They do have pizza. But, but they have great Indian food. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. I've uh, I've heard a bunch of things about that. All right. Who is your favorite Toronto Maple Leaf of all time? Oh man. Uh I mean, I know Matthews is still in the line. I'm a big fan of Matthews, but if I want to go back to the, you know, let's go back a little ways. Uh I mean, I love like Sundin. Alexander McGillney was always someone who I pay a lot of attention to. And I used to love Sergey Berezin as a kid. Oh man, Berezin was awesome. He had the, <laughs> the half tuck. tuck. The half <laughs> tuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Biggest kind of a puck hog. I gotta throw this. Deadly. I gotta throw this quick story, and I mean, you can definitely comment Let's on it. it too. But I know that Go you did. It. I know that you you told it the other day on your podcast or on your um, your live stream when I was watching. But me and Rogers actually got um, uh, booked to play. Well, I got booked to play this. This. Well, yeah. Yeah, you go ahead. You you, t- you, you want me? To, you want me? Yeah. To, okay. You go okay. ahead. Yeah. So, there's no way we can't talk about this if this is what we're doing. <laughs> so, um, I mean, me, me and Dave have been friends for quite a t- quite a while. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs were both big fans. Um, the Leafs came to town for training camp, and I mean that was a huge deal here. Um, and Iceberg Alley, uh, the big concert festival that happens here every year, um, was happening. I happened to see Dave at the festival, and I was like, "How's it going?" Whatever. And Dave was like, "Man." I got to tell you something, but like, don't, don't say anything. I was like, Oh yeah. He's like, I'm playing a gig for the Leafs. I was like, what? I was like, I'll play. Like I'll, I'll play like kind of joking. So I was like, there's no way he's going to get me in on this. And you had, I think you had asked, maybe you can answer this. You had asked, like, I think Mark Manning, cause you, I mean, you guys do a bunch of stuff together. He couldn't make it or something. And I was like, man, I'm totally down. Yeah. Like, you were like, okay, man, I might be able to get you in. Yeah. I'll, I'll check and let you know tomorrow. I was like, all right, best kind. 
I think it was like four o'clock or no, it was like three o'clock in the day or something. You're like kitty vitty four 30. Like it was like, I had like an hour. It like, was I like a secret. What... Cause they wouldn't tell me they didn't, wouldn't tell me where it was because they didn't want the team. Didn't want a bunch of fans and media around. They just wanted to go down yeah, to the course. kitty. They wanted to go down to the brewery for a couple hours and just kind of relax and just have, you know, have a couple of beers and, and, and they wanted some live music. So they asked me the kid, the guys from kitty vitty did, and they asked me if I could get a duo. And like, like we mentioned, I mean, so they told me not to tell anybody. So I, I told you it like, I think it was like four o'clock or something like that. And we had yeah, to play, you know, four 30 or five o'clock or something. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it was hilarious. Well, I mean, and for me, uh, you know, um, you know, I've been a big lease fan for a long time and just to be in that room, you know, like uh, I remember we were waiting around, we were all set up and I looked down and uh, I think was it, was it Shanahan or Dubas? Was Shanahan was there. Person. Well, it was, yeah. It was the management mostly. It was mostly the management staff yeah. there, right? And I think uh, some of the younger guys were there too as well. But but I mean, it was like, yeah. you know, Brendan Shanahan, Haley Wickenheiser was there. Yeah, well, uh, yes. well, Dubas. Like, yeah, like you're in the room and you're like, oh, okay, well, there's Kyle Dubas. That's the guy who's going to save this team. Like, this, <laughs> this is already yeah. weird. Like, I don't know why I'm here, but anyway. And you're like, Brendan Shanahan, you start thinking about like the Detroit Red Wings and I that know. guy in his prime, just tearing it up. And then like Haley Wick and Hodgers in the room and I start thinking about Olympic like, gold medalists. You're man, like, wow, man. Yeah. Me, and my, yeah. me and my old man watching the game. I remember when I think it was Jaina Hefford scored that trickler in the last seconds right. of the second period. And I like, I think I jumped up and hit my hands off. The roof <laughs> <and everything>. <laughs> <laughs> so all those things were going through my mind. And Mike Babcock was there. We joked about how, uh, well, I mean, it he was, was, he was ahead. so nice to us. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was very. so, so nice to us. And I mean, remember he came up and he like, we were kind of like in between songs and he came up, he's just, he was just pumping our tires, man. What a great job you guys are doing. Wow. What a beautiful spot down here. Jeez. We love it. Newfoundland, yada, yada. And I think we finally like built up the courage to ask him for a picture. Yeah. We're like, all right, well, maybe we can have that. Mike, uh, uh, Mike uh, do you mind if we get a picture? He like comes up, we get a picture. <laughs> I don't know. How can you not? And like, and I always feel like an idiot when I ask someone like, you know, like, I, I don't know why, I don't know what, but we are like this. You, you want to, you know, you look up to people like, you no, know, especially hockey, that kind of thing. And you want to get, grab a picture, but yeah, like I, I know a lot of things came out about him afterwards and maybe weren't so favorable, but I mean, in that moment, I'll, uh, you know, I'll say, well, like, you know, he, he went out of his way to come up. Cause he, I guess he knew that like, you know, these guys, you know, this might mean a lot to these guys. So he came oh yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore. He was the nicest man. I mean, any chat, he didn't yeah. just chat with us to kind of, because he felt like he had to. He was legit. He was. Remember, he was telling us yeah. he was like, "Oh man, Jesus, my son plays guitar. He loves music yeah, and all that stuff." And he wanted to get a picture. And he was like, "I want to get a picture." He said, "I want to get a picture and show my sons." Is what he said of us. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He wanted yeah. a picture. He wanted a picture with us, and we were like, "All right, it's the coach <laughs> of the Leafs, man." Like. <laughs> yeah. And then, like and then two weeks later, he got two fired. Weeks later, he got canned. <laughs> We got canned. It was our fault, man. We it did it. Fault. Yes, we've been joking about that ever since. We got Babcock fired. So I don't think I don't know if me and you should probably do a whole lot of gigs together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> definitely no, one, definitely not but... for, for any any Leafs or anything like that. But yeah, we I, I had to throw that story in. I meant to talk about that earlier, but it kind of worked great with my Leafs question there. All right, we'll keep going. We got th uh, three more questions yep. for you. Okay, you ready? Um, who is someone either locally or not? That you might think people, uh, or sorry, that you that people might think is underrated or unheard of, that somebody should probably check out, like an Mick artist, Davis. could be anything. Mick Davis. Mick Davis, man, what an answer! I got to get Mick on this season because he's awesome. I think Mick. I think they're just putting out a new record as well. Or like they got an EP. Man, he that's, is just churning it out. I love it. I love that. He's just he going pumps just, songs out, man. He yeah. is a oh, it's awesome, man. Yeah, Mick I'd Davis. Thinking it just just. Do, creating his art, putting it out there for people to hear. Go check it out. Go check out Mick Davis, singer to Novaks. If you're if you're wondering, yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Um, do you think that I crack the Pirates softball team this summer? Absolutely. You think I'm, I get a roster spot? Yes. All right. I'm tagging Tom in this post then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pot. Pirates are, yes. I don't know if you want to, or I guess I can. Oh, I'm not a part of the team yet. I missed last year because I was working the whole time. So I didn't, I didn't make the cut. Me and Rogers also play hockey together. We've been playing, I mean, we've been playing hockey for the last few years now, a couple times a week, but uh, the boys, the boys started up a softball team as well. I didn't make the roster yet. So I'm wondering if I'm going to get If I'm going to get a look in this, this summer, I think we can get you in, man. If, I mean, the requirements are basically, if you own a mitt and you can drink a beer, (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty much pretty much all a we're co- for. <laughs> there's, there's a couple guys on the IR anyway, so I might it might slip in that way pretty easily. What what position do you play? You don't know yet. No, no, I'd, I'd probably hopefully okay. on the infield somewhere. I'm not I wouldn't okay. want to be out in the outfield. I'd leave that fellows like you who can run around the field three times faster than me. <laughs> all right. And the final good. question for rapid fire questions with Andrew Rogers. Let's go. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. Hey, my man. Extra. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, man. I love pineapple and pizza. Uh, Rogers, man, thanks so much. It's been a laugh catching up with you, man. Really appreciate you taking yes, the time to, uh, to jump on and have a chat with me. Uh, looking forward to seeing you again in real life, and hopefully we get together for a few pops and a few tunes sooner. Yeah, man, absolutely. I appreciate you having me on here. And like I said, uh, with, the, with the Tuesday stream, man, I'm hoping to get guests. So you're definitely uh, on the top of that list to have on. So if you're interested in doing that, man, we'll, we'll – uh... I'll, I'll, once I get that part of it figured out, I'll have you on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. would love to do that, man. Make sure you check out Andrew Rogers, guys, and check out his band, Fairgale. Um, thanks so much, Rogers. We'll see you again soon, man. Cheers. Yeah, man. Take care. Thanks. Huge thanks to Andrew Rogers for jumping on there, guys. Uh, Andrew's such a great guy. He is so down to earth. One of my one of my good friends. I mean, we played together over the years, done a ton of gigs. We also play sports together, play hockey, and I'm really hoping to crack the softball team this year. Uh, make sure you check out Andrew's band, Fair Gale. Check out his uh, solo project. He's really excited to hear that. And uh, make sure you check out his, his Tuesday night live streams from his Facebook page. They're really, really fun. Um, you know, playing lots of great tunes there's no charge to it you can contribute i think to a virtual tip jar if you feel like it but uh he's doing a real neat thing over there and uh you know he deserves the support he's one of our our great songwriters and great singers here in newfoundland um you know that about does it for me guys my name is dave witty i'm super stoked to be back for for season two of the podcast you know where to find all my links uh spotify apple music you can get me on facebook instagram um twitter um youtube Go follow it all, and uh, you know I'm always posting different fun things, whether it's music and all kinds of sorts of things. So uh, I want to say a big shout-out to Lamb's Rum for jumping on board again this season, guys. Lamb's Rum is the drink for Newfoundlanders. So, you know, head to the NLC this year and, and – uh, or this, this head to the NLC this weekend and and uh, and grab a bottle for yourself and enjoy it maybe with some friends if you can. Um, that about does it for me, guys, from downtown St. John's, Newfoundland. My name is Dave Whitty. Peace.